This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hey, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on. There's a lot to get to. We've got uh, Brendan Carr. He's an FCC commissioner. At the bottom of the hour, I'm going to have him definitively tell you what Section 230 is. You hear me talk about it. You hear Ted Cruz talk about it. You hear other people in the government talk about it. And it's time that we got really the definition of what is Section 230. Why is it either a problem or why is it good? And by the way, interestingly, those like me who are conservative want 230 to go away because it's protecting big uh, big media that is really, or big tech, I should say, big social media. Uh, it's protecting them as they squelch our reach. Well, Biden wants it to go away too, but I think he wants to adjust it to make it even more um, censoring and more clamping down on people in their free speech. So we'll talk to Brendan Carr about that at the bottom of the hour. This in the face of, well, Corrine Jean-Pierre, the press secretary, who, by the way, is gay, black, and a female. She told us that day one, that's the most important thing she wanted us to know. Um, she and Dr. Fauci are both having to turn over their correspondence with Twitter, with Facebook, with big tech. They don't want to. But we talk about that as well. There's a lot going on. Uh, plus, we've got Kamala Harris, the vice president, who's in denial or is delusional or is lying about the border on a Monday. <laughs> Motown Monday. So glad to have Chocolate Voice back. How you doing, Carrie? I'm okay. You are okay. Hello, get it done. Sam in the hizzy. Hair bun. I had so much more hair before you were born, kid. Got all my hair. Look at all that hair. My God. Yes, Sam's my daughter. Back off. So, Sam, as as we're lining up the shows, it's funny because when I'll, I'll be emailing or texting with people that I want to have come on, and well, how would you like us to get a hold of you? I said, well, get a hold of Sam. I'll give you your email address. And then I'll put in parentheses my daughter and executive producer. Because for a while, they were like, uh, well, tell Sam I said, uh, hey, and you know, he's a really good guy, that Sam. Like, well, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's Samantha. Knock it off. But we love you. And give me that bun back. Oh, yes. I had all sorts of luscious hair back then. Really cool first hour. If you missed any part of the first hour, check it out on the podcast. Go to JoePags.com. After we're done with the show, check out the podcast. Uh, you can also, if you're a subscriber over on the, on, the, on the video, you can see it as well. We talked a lot about COVID, about prescribing drugs, about therapeutics, about, uh, about whether we're getting the, the true story and all that. And more and more every day, we're finding out uh, about COVID and um, you know what we were told that was true, what we were told that wasn't true. Now, a lot of people, the, the, the response, hey, Pags, you're all about Trump. Trump did warp speed. It's on him. Carrie, you hear any of that? You know, mm. Trump did the warp speed. I've heard it's that. It's on him. Yeah, I've heard that. Okay. Let, let me help some people out. 
This is going to come as a shock to many of you. Please brace yourself. Carrie, you ready? I'm ready. Donald Trump is not a doctor. <gasps> I know. What? Right? Hmm. I know. Hmm. I know. I know, right? Hmm. Go for and this, this is going to shock people. Not a scientist. Oh. I know, right? Wow, that is shocking. Yeah. If he were a scientist, he'd be fantastic. He'd be the best scientist. <laughs> he'd be it's huge. Big, beautiful yeah. scientist. That's right. But, um, but he's not. So what he did was, as the president, he said, Fauci, NIH, CDC, FDA, let's get some crap done here. And I want it to be done fast. And they did. You know what the one thing he never did was? He never, ever, never, ever mandated people take the shot. Mm. That's the difference. And, and what's interesting is you can go back to the 2020 campaign for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, and there are multitudes of videos of them saying, you're going to take the shot? I'm not taking that shot. Oh, if there's a shot come up by this guy, I'm not taking it. All of a sudden, Biden takes it in December before he's the president, and he forgot that he took it, and, and then suddenly it was the greatest thing on the planet. So great, if you don't want to get vaccinated, alleged vaccination, you're going to be kicked out of the military. You'll be kicked out of health care. You'll be kicked out of a federal job or a government job. Seriously. In New York, it got so bad you can go buy a pizza at a, pizza, at a pizzeria if you didn't show your COVID vaccine status. Oh, by the way, that's changed because the election's coming up. We'll get into that in a second. I do want to get to that in a second as well, Care. We'll, we'll knock okay, that out as I well. But if you don't mind, last night I'm floating around the, the internet. Now, you've told me for 17 years now, stop it. You've told yes, me. Yes, I have many, many times over those seven Especially years. on Sunday. Mm-hmm. What am I doing on Twitter on Sunday? Fighting with people. I guess. Mm-hmm. So I go on the Twitters, and one of the trends is Trump in D.C., or Trump is in D.C. Top trend for hours. Click on it, and there's some shaky video some dude got of former President Trump getting off of a private jet. Not as huge jet, a smaller one. Um, and, uh, and he appears to be wearing like a golf shirt and a jacket and he gets into a car and the motorcade takes off. Well, what do you think Twitter does with that? Goes nuts with it. Why is he oh, here? Yeah. What's going on? Trump health issue. Trump going to Walter Reed. He's having a health problem. Trump uh, failing health. They pulled him off the, the golf course because he wore like a golf shirt. <laughs> and then of course it morphed into Trump is in DC on nine 11 on the anniversary of nine 11. To turn himself in. Let me ask you something. Okay. Even if they charged him with something, which they can't, do you see this guy turning himself no. in? They probably have to go and get him, I <laughs> would think. Absolutely not. Yeah. No. no. Let me fly in. It'll be fantastic. You put me in handcuffs, <laughs> you take me in. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's not happening. The speculation on Twitter was so stupid. Stupid! It made my face hurt. I mean, I, I was, can I be honest? I wasn't surprised. But there were people dancing on his grave that is far away from happening. But I, I to this moment, don't know why he went to Washington, D.C. Do you? No. Uh, and I have a story, and I don't think Newsweek news either. Okay, so, what did they say? Um, an impromptu golf course gathering involving Donald Trump and unknown individuals is sparking rumors. Trump's appearance comes as a federal Department of Justice investigation remains on hold due to a judge ordering a special master to review thousands of documents recovered from Mar-a-Lago. The decision may likely impede any chance of a DOJ indictment due to an unofficial tradition not to make legal moves 60 days or less before elections. Now, the former president's plane touched ground Sunday at Dulles Airport in Virginia as part of an
an unannounced visit that included him dressed in golf clothes. The trip was never mentioned ahead of time on social media or otherwise. It led to speculation either Trump's health was deteriorating and he was heading to Walter Reed Hospital or that the DOJ was going to arrest him. A Walter Reed spokesperson told Newsweek it could not comment regarding speculation out of respect for all of our our patients' privacy. Earlier today, Trump wrote on Truth Social and partially quelled such speculation, saying he was working at the Trump National Golf Club in Washington, D.C. He called it a wonderful place. So how hard would it have been been for these enterprising reporters to follow the freaking motorcade and see where it ends up? Yeah, the golf course. I mean, we're not surprised, but here's Newsweek reporting the ridiculous online speculation about Walter Reed He's in poor health or he's being arrested by the DOJ. Literally, they drove him to a golf course. Now, Carrie, you've been reporting a long time. I mean, a long time, like 70 years. Not that long. If you needed to know where somebody was and that somebody was in front of you and it's a public figure, you could probably just tell him, right? Sure. Why not? Wouldn't that have been better just to know where he there went? There were okay, apparently so- several reporters who did because here, there he is. I see pictures of him talking to somebody in a golf cart, <laughs> clearly on the golf course. So, so it wasn't Walter Reed, and it wasn't be, to be arrested unless he was under yeah. arrest on the golf cart. You never know. I don't think so, but just that. dumb, just dumb. So again, I have fallen into the rabbit hole or the trap, and I don't do it as much anymore. I really don't. I am aware that most of the people that are attacking me on social media are either robots or they're anonymous cowards, so I'm not really worried about it. But um, you get on there, and of course, there was a moment of, okay, what's going on with Trump? Why would this? Why would he be in D.C.? Why is he wearing a golf shirt? Why would he do it on 9-11? So, of course, I'm going to be asking those questions to myself because of my journalism background, won a bunch of awards. So, what? I mean, what? You but, won awards? I can't believe it. Yeah, that. lots of them. Mm. Lots of them. Mm. Me really, too. really. They were like, they, me at too, one point, you know what happened at one point? What? I said, can you just stop giving me the awards now? It's getting embarrassing. <laughs> I doubt but, you would ever say that. That's what I said. <laughs> I said, it's too many. It's fantastic, <laughs> but it's too many awards. It's just too All right, much. so, so uh, thank God he's fine. And I'm sure we'll find out. He, he lives a very public life. We're going to find out exactly what he was doing at the golf course. It'll be interesting to find out why that, that flight happened on 9-11, why it was a smaller plane. Who knows, maybe the bigger plane's being worked on. But no, there was nobody from the DOJ waiting to handcuff him or anything stupid like that. Um, by the way, um, on Friday, we did a lot of 9-11 stuff. We talked about the anniversary. Hopefully, people talked about it on uh, on Sunday with their children. And a lot of people reacted very positively. I, I, Carrie, you didn't know this because when you're not working, you don't care about the show. But That's on Friday, I, I sang true. Tuesday morning live. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, my song that. from last year, and mm-hmm. I really had a good time doing that. And people reacted very positively. I posted it on Rumble, the actual live w- recording of me doing it on the show on Friday. It's on. It's also on Facebook, but Facebook doesn't let anybody see what I post. So if you want to see it, go to my website, JoePags.com. That f- sort of play button, it's a green play button, that's the Rumble link. Or you just go to Rumble and put in Joe Pags, J-O-E-P-A-G-S, and uh, you can watch that back as well. Again, I sang it live on the show on Friday. A lot of people were very, very positive, very, very nice about that. Okay, all that having been said, I've got Brendan Carr in the bottom of the hour. Before we hit this break, do me a favor, just update us on on the status of Corrine Jean-Pierre and Dr. Anthony Fauci. Mm-hmm. 
uh, being ordered to turn over their correspondence to social. From the New York Post, the Biden administration must turn over emails that Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre, Chief Medical Advisor Dr. Anthony Fauci, and the other top officials sent to social media companies in response to a lawsuit claiming the White House colluded with big tech to censor viewpoints it disagreed with as misinformation. A federal judge in Louisiana has ruled. U.S. District Judge Terry Dottie's Tuesday order was the latest development in a lawsuit filed in May by Attorneys General Eric Schmidt of Missouri and Jeff Landry of Louisiana, who charged the executive branch acted in cahoots with social media giants like Facebook and Twitter to, quote, censor freedom of speech on a number of topics, including the COVID-19 pandemic and elections. This court believes plaintiffs are entitled to external communications by Jean-Pierre and Dr. Fauci in their capacities as White House press secretary and chief medical advisor to the president to third-party social media platforms. Dottie, an appointee of former President Donald Trump, wrote in his 10-page order. The White House has waived its claim of privilege in relation to specific documents that it voluntarily revealed to third parties outside the White House. The judge continued before ordering the documents to be turned over within 21 days. There you go. I mean, seriously, think about it. If, in fact, there was collusion between the White House and social media big tech giants, then those big tech giants are serving as a part of the government and they can no longer censor anybody or else that's a violation of the First Amendment. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Brendan Carr, FCC Commissioner, at the bottom of the hour. We'll take your calls when we come back here. Stay here. You're listening to Joe Pags. I'm glad to have you. It is a Motown Monday. That is that would be the Jackson Five. Poor Michael got weird, and uh, they were under the Motown label at the time. Glad to have you, Brendan Carr. In about ten minutes, he is an FCC commissioner. He'll explain and define Section 230 once and for all. Also, is it problematic that the White House, through Corinne Jean Pierre and Fauci, the NIH, NIH guy, is it problematic that they contacted big media or big social media? that they contacted Big Tech. Is it a problem that they said, hey, here's what we want you to say, here's what you don't want you to say, here's what we're going to call disinformation, and if social media went with that, how are they not the government? How are they still protected from liability as some sort of an unbiased town square? They're not. They're clearly not. And uh, and I think that we should all wake up to that. So your call's on that, 888-941-PAGS, 888 7247JoePags.com. I appreciate you hanging out. I've got I've got that piece of audio and video from Kamala Harris, who was asked by Chuck Todd, to his credit, I'm not sure why he did it. He's probably getting in trouble today for doing it. But to his credit, asks her about whether the border is is uh, secure. It's kind of crazy because her answer is really, really dumb. We'll have that for you coming up as well. Let me in the meantime tell you about um tart cherry gummies, brand new item from the makers of Superbeat Heart Chews. They're an easy way to reduce inflammation from exercise and support your metabolic health. These are awesome. I work out all the time, and these really will help you with the inflammation that you get, the aches and pains. 
These gummies are made with a clinically studied tart cherry extract that is up to 40 times more concentrated than many other tart cherry extracts. Just two tart cherry gummies are the antioxidant equivalent of 16 ounces of tart cherry juice or 100 cherries, and they're vegan, non-GMO, have zero sugar. I'm back to keto, so zero sugar is awesome for me, and they're delicious. Formulated by a team of scientists led by a Nobel Prize winning doctor, tart cherry has been clinically studied to support metabolic health. They taste great. They help you out after your workouts. If you reduce the inflammation, you're more likely to go back and work out some more, right? Tart Cherry Gummies come with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Try them risk-free for 90 days and see how you feel. If you don't love them, you send them back. You're going to love them. Here's what you do. Go to the website right now. You can save a bunch of money right now. All right? You go to tartcherry, mytartcherry.com slash pags. Mytartcherry.com slash pags. Save up to 35% off Tart Cherry Gummies. It's their best offer available anywhere. Mytartcherry.com slash pags. Up to 35% off. Mytartcherry.com slash pags. Make that happen and make it happen right now. Now, let me go to, uh, do you want to do Kamala Harris now? Because I've got a call, and I don't want to leave you hanging, Matthew. Let me take your call, because it's sort of on what we're talking about. But if you want to see and hear the delusional or lying Kamala Harris, I'll play it for you later on in the program, because she's just answering a very simple question from Chuck Todd about whether the border is secure. Meantime, though, Matthew, what's on your mind in Louisville? Hi. Well, I agree with what you said. I believe that our government does use media as, propaganda to sway people's minds into thinking how they want. I'll take it a step further. I think they've been using Hollywood for years to do the same thing. So I I totally agree with that statement. Well, Matthew, I appreciate appreciate that. I think you're right. So let's break it down. How do they do it? Because, and I bring this up during the interview with, uh, with Brendan Carr. When Joe Biden walked out and talked about the soul of America or whatever, and he's standing there like some sort of a ghoul, some sort of a demon in front of a very red, dark blood red screen or lighting. Now, if you backed out, there was blue, there was white lighting too. It was done so badly, though, because on the single shot of Joe Biden, it looked very dark and very hellish. And the one, by the way, the one picture uh, from a different angle shooting up at Joe Biden where you don't see the flag behind him, it is not photoshopped. I know a lot of people on social media are lying and saying that it's photoshopped. It's not. It's an actual Getty photo. It's a real photo, just from a different angle. You can see that the Marines behind him are at a different angle. But when he was out there, he attacked so-called MAGA Republicans. MAGA Republicans this. They're a threat to democracy. They're angry. They're violent. MAGA Republicans, MAGA Republican, MAGA Republicans. What trended all night and for three days? MAGA Republicans on Twitter. If you clicked it, what, what did you see? You saw a bunch of people agreeing that they're violent and they're against, uh, they're against democracy and so on. They hate the country, whatever. So... There's no way that that happened organically. It just didn't. In my opinion, social media got a heads up. We're going to go after them as MAGA Republicans. And he started doing that earlier. It wasn't started that night, but he really doubled down on it that night. Um, And they just ran with it. Really trying to convince people that MAGA Republicans are somehow bad. MAGA means make America great again. There's nothing wrong with you wanting to make your country great. Nothing. And you want to talk about violence, you want to talk about a threat to democracy, you're talking about people forcing shots on people. You're talking about people trying to burn down courthouses in Portland. You're talking about people like Antifa and Black Lives Matter who are out there just causing mayhem because of their fascist wannabe rule. You're talking about authoritarians in, in Washington, D.C. saying we have to do more to force people to take the shot or to stay at home. Let's send them more money to, to just listen to us. But... If you saw social media the next day and the left media, the big media the next day or even that night, 
They went on and on and on and on and on and on and on about MAGA Republicans being bad. So yes, of course, they're all working in, in conjunction. But is that legal? Is that okay? Was it okay that big tech colluded, including Amazon servers, to take down Parler, which was a very successful, um, very well-working website? It doesn't work very well anymore. Nobody sees anything I post over there. I've got 350,000, 400,000 people on there. So let's get some answers from Brendan Carr. This guy is at the FCC. He knows about Section 230. He'll explain it. He'll define it. Plus, how is it that central government can be seen as one and the same as social media? Keep it here. Coming back. This is The Joe Pegg Show.